going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West. Happy holidays as we roll into week 17, which for a lot of you guys that are silver mating, it is a fantasy football championship week. Just the West, and I have my co-host, T-Up. T-Up, are you there? Yo, what it do? Hey, happy holidays, Justin. Merry Christmas. We're, uh, we're fastly approaching uh, New Year's and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. I can't believe it. We are recording uh, right the eve of New Year's Eve on a Thursday night. So it is December 30th. Uh, we did not do a pod on week 16 because, you know, just the season for, for Christmas to be with family and friends. Uh, tee up. I actually did link up with you during the holidays, but uh, did you get the chance to have some holiday cheer? Yeah, for sure. I spent time with, uh, with the family, Got um, ate a good dinner. I was all there for a short time. Um, but other than that, just kind of back at work and just happy the kind of that all the busy stuff of the holidays is uh, behind us now. Yeah, no, for sure. And like I mentioned before, uh, this is an important week for some people. We are going to week 17, which is championship week for a lot of people that are playing fantasy football. So yeah, I don't know how many leagues are you in, but are, are you still alive in any of them? Uh, I am in two leagues. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know. It seems, it's, it seems so minuscule compared to to your amount, but two leagues, but one of them championship. Okay. We are championship. Hopefully, we uh, we bring it home this week. Got my boy uh, Justin Herbert coming back. I do have some NFC West players on my team. I need them to come through this week. Nice, nice. How about uh, yourself, Mister Mister Ten Ten Leagues? Uh, you know what? Uh, we're we're pretty much the same. We come back to the same fucking result. So I'm in 10 leagues. I'm in one championship now. <laughs> <laughs> so for the stats, I was in 10 leagues. I made championship. Oh, not championship. 10 leagues, I made playoffs in six. And then, you know, out of those six, now I'm down to one now. But, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Do you know out of your draft order from those 10 teams where the championship came from? Oh, you mean oh, where I drafted? Oh. No, I mean like – in you had ten drafts. What number yeah. draft was this one? I got it. Oh man, I think this one was kind of in the like the fifth, sixth sort of range, kind of in the middle. I, I feel like, yeah. I feel like you do ten leagues every year, or at least like at least eight. It's good to keep some statistics on this. I there, it might show. It might show you something. Like maybe like after you draft like three or four times, the fifth one is usually like money draft. You know. Yeah, you kind of get into that little sweet spot, right? Yeah, no, actually, uh, for the championship one, to your point, uh, that one, I got Justin Herbert as well. So, I, I'm on the same page as you, bro. I, I want Justin Herbert to play well. I just, oh, man, Ty, luckily, I got lucky last week. Let's just say that. That's what happens, bro. I, uh, for that champ, or that for the semi-final to get into the championship, I, I won by like five. So, it happens. Yeah. It happens, it happens. Oh, my so. goodness. I'm good. I'm good with it. But let's talk some NFC West football. Uh, but, yeah, fantasy football, best of luck for everyone playing fantasy football. Um, week 17, we're, we're here. Uh, and I just can't believe it because if you look at the NFC West landscape, I mean, it's the same, but it's not. Actually, it's, com- it's completely kind of topsy-turvy right now um, because now you have the Rams. The Rams are – I can't believe this shit, but the Rams are first. They are actually – Last time I checked on the stats on Twitter, they're like 
75, 80% likely to win the division. Yeah, and, something ridiculous like that. And like two weeks ago, I think it was the Cardinals that were like 80% likely to win the division. So what 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 happened? Well, the the Cardinals they've dropped three straights. They lost to um, uh, they lost to the Lions. They uh, they lost they lost to the Rams. Um, yeah, they've been they've been losing a lot of ball games, bro. So the Rams are eleven and four. They're coming off a a nice victory against the Vikings. Cardinals, like I mentioned, uh, they're losing. So they're on a three game losing streak. They lost to the Colts, twenty-two to sixteen. Uh, Niners Thursday night football. This kind of fucked things over, but it makes things interesting. Uh, the Niners lost seventeen to twenty to the Titans. And then you have the Seahawks in very Seahawk fashion at Seattle, but for whatever reason it was snowing, and they were ahead. I think they were ahead seven ten points going into the fourth quarter, but they they lose twenty-five to twenty-four to the Bears. Yeah. Just a, a really weird week for week 16. I mean, overall, when you look at the division right now, I mean, so it looks like right now the the Rams, they might win the division. They might take, like, I don't know, the third seed in the NFC Conference. And then the Cardinals get the wild card spot. So they presumably get the fifth seed. And then, I don't know, like the Niners, they might make the sixth, the seventh seed. And then the Seahawks are pretty much out. So, I mean, what would say you about this, Tom? Yeah, I mean, this would probably have to go down as one of the biggest, like, I guess, darlings for a certain division. And then all of a sudden, they just completely fall off the face of the earth. Um, I mean, granted, they did have tough times through injury. They lost Kyler for a while. Um, but they got through. I mean, they kind of escaped that, you know. They they navigated that storm. And then, you know, losing D-Hop, I think, was a major kind of blow to not only the, you know, the on-field the obvious on-field uh, issues, but um, maybe it impacted the locker room too. That'll be, um, you know, and then losing John Connor or John Connor, the oh, Terminator. Um, you know, losing him is just uh, a big blow too. Chase Evans. I don't know. I think it it kind of starts from up above, right? Like you got to look at the coaching, and then like what what's going on with Kyler. His his throws are not you know, what it was like earlier week one through eight. I mean, elephant on the room, the Cardinals, they, they've been known to be doing this, talking about second second half collapse in the month of December. Yeah, they, they haven't won a game. Uh, Rams, Lions, Colts. Now they're about to lose. Oh, I won't say they're about to, but they got a really tough game against the Cowboys on the road. So this is how you finish off the season. I think last year they started the season like, kid you not, I think they were like six and two, and then they ended the season eight and eight. Yikes. I don't know. That's a, you just got to start like pointing fingers, right? It's as a Cardinals fan, that's really frustrating, but you, you know, you kind of want to see the, what is happening in the, in that machine of theirs that is, that is failing. I wouldn't say it's quite a failure yet, but you know, I'm not going to lie, man. And I'm sure Cardinal fans and, and players can all agree. Like they're feeling it. They're, we're all human. They they can't they cannot not think about what's going on, especially when, since they did this last year. Hmm. If I compare them, they're probably like I don't even know. Maybe like the twenty twenty one Lakers. Like they look good on paper preseason. Yeah. But Lakers never played well, so maybe that's a a false. Never mind. Sorry. 
right. Well, you know, I mean, take it like this. Okay, they haven't made the car. The Cardinals have not made the playoffs in a very long time, so they are presumably guaranteed a postseason berth, which is a victory in itself. But once again, they they were expected to win the division, so they were up like leaps and bounds. So let's let's talk about the Rams real quick. They're eleven and four. They're currently winning the division. They lost to the Niners. Everyone was in a topsy turvy over that. But ever since then, uh, they've they've stepped it up. Um, they've had some tough tough games, but they've they've proven their worth. So when you look at it, they lost to the Niners. Not, lo- tough loss to the Packers, but then they've had a pretty easy. Well, I won't say easy slate in December, but you know the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Vikings. And so month of December, they have gone on a, on a four game winning streak. And so that's why they're eleven four and first place in the division. Um, should should people be worried about the Rams? Are they getting hot at the right time, or is this just you know an, an easy schedule for them? Um, uh, you can, you just kind of play the schedule that you that you're given, right? But I think they're they're peaking at the right time, I, right before the playoffs. This is where, I mean their defense is great. Yeah, no, Aaron Donald, he's been. He's been amazing, per usual, right? Yeah, that was kind of the issue uh, bef- uh, kind of early in the season was um, they weren't getting home to the quarterback. Now they kind of turned that a l- they turned that around a little bit, and uh, the defense has has gotten more solid. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Shout out to Cooper Cup, too. He's on pace to break the wide receiving record for receiving yards in a season. I think Calvin Johnson's got it. I think he needs, like, I don't know. 200 250 more to break it i don't know um but he's he's been amazing uh real interesting them thing about them too is just uh they've been running the ball a little bit more um sony michelle has taken the reins Darrell henderson is on the uh, he's i think they put him on ir uh he got a, he got a knee injury uh last week and so i don't know the maker should be back Maker should be back. There's a lot of interesting things going on with this. But it's interesting if you look at what McVeigh is doing. Is like uh, when the Rams were fumbling, kind of towards uh, the middle of the season, they were just not kind of. You're not sure what type of team they are. And now that he kind of lean, he's leaning more on the running game, which they should have been in the first place. Yeah. And they're keeping the ball out of uh, Stafford's hands, which makes him not make any mistakes, which was kind of fucking them up earlier. Yep. Um, it kind of shows the evolution of of this team and the coaching and how you know Stafford is. You know, when you come back down to earth, he's not the the godly quarterback that everything everyone thought he was going to be. Which he is fantastic. He's he's better than Jared Goff. Right. But can we say that he's that much better than? I don't know. I mean, they were hoping he'd be significantly better than Jared Goff. They really paid. But can you say convincingly, leaps and bounds, he's better, considering you know what it took to acquire him? Yeah, yeah, I know. I get what no, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing right now, up to this point, is make the postseason and then see where it rides. Because up to this point, Stafford has not made the postseason in his career. So yeah, very interesting. I mean, he's going to do it this year. I mean, that's just not you know those little. No, I, I get what you're saying. He never made it, but so this is like the three bears. So. Um, the Rams, they're hot. Their first place, they were 4-0 in December. The Cardinals, too cold. They were 0-4 in December, or they're slated to at this point. And you have the Niners right now. Uh, they are, uh, they are, well, you know, they're 2-2 two two, two right now. 
Actually, hold up. No, four and zero, zero and four, and the Niners are two and two. So they went five hundred, but at the same time too, that's kind of been the Niners season all the while. Hot, cold. They lost to the Seahawks. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Falcons, and then they lost to the Titans. So heading into the new year, uh, they played the Texans, but you know their their record indicates it. They're eight and seven. They're like right at the cusp of making playoffs. But then at the same time, too, you have the Saints, you have the Vikings, you have the Panthers. Uh, everyone's kind of fighting for that 6th, 7th seed right now. I mean, what do you think the state of the Niners are right now? It's, it's a lot. You know how I feel, Justin. Uh, I, I know you, how you feel. You know how I feel. Let, let the listeners know how you feel. Let's, uh, uh, for me, for the record, it's I take it one week at a time. right? And I think all Niners fans should take this team once one week at a time because one week you're going to get one version then the second week you have no fucking clue what you're going to see you know you might <laughs> your face right now but like the Bengals game for example like yeah you know it's just everyone thought they were going to lose they were winning they lost the momentum they go to overtime and then they, they you get a jimmy g going six for six to win the game and then the following week short week mind you but thursday night's convincing drive they're up 7-0 they get another drive back to essentially you know set the tone go up at least two scores but then he throws a pick in the red zone and they end up losing because of momentum and you know a lot yeah of on Jamie Garoppolo right but I must say though in this second you know the last third of the season or I would say you probably like last third of the season and I mean, you can tell that Jimmy he's been in um he's been in a groove, he's been in a rhythm, he's able yeah, to have those awesome football. Awesome yeah, football. he's playing great. Um and then he'll just throw a game like he did last game. Granted, you know, he was injured, blah blah blah, we know all that. Um, but I coming into this game, you know, I do expect uh I expect the Niners to to um clean up their mistakes first off. Um stop kinda shooting themselves in the foot. But as far as like the playoff picture, it's like they have to make a statement. Like, I mean, they should have made a statement weeks ago, where which they did during their win streak. That you know they're a serious team, and then you know this last game that they kind of threw threw away. The opportunities were given to them. They left twenty one points on the field. <clears throat> well, so, they're, they're in this really weird point right now where they're right there to make the playoffs. But if they don't, you have Niner fans saying they, maybe they should have just punted and developed Trey. Um, but we'll talk about it in a bit. The wrinkle right now is, as you go into this upcoming week, well, Trey is slated to play because, well, guess what? Jimmy got hurt. <laughs> right? That's the reason why they got Trey. Yeah. Week 17, Jimmy got hurt. Apparently, he's got a pretty nasty thumb ligament injury on his throwing hand. Yeah, I guess. I mean, th- th- this is the this is proving time, right? This is you have to show, you have to show on film, on television that they're ready for the playoffs to play December on the road, you know, against a high seated team. Right. So, and they really, I mean, Houston. This is the only team. Granted, they do, they do have the Rams number, but I mean, this is the team out of both of the. If you want to do. It, the Niners have to make the playoffs since they didn't really play Trey, and now they're yeah. in point and Trey's in. But they're we'll talk about it more about the matchup per se. But I'll, I'll say this: if you want to develop Trey, 
you can make an argument that he should have played from from the get go, but put Trey in in a high pressure situation where he can essentially be the quarterback moving forward and go into the playoffs. That that's pretty valuable in itself too. That's a pretty nice spot for Trey. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. Okay. We shall see. Seahawks. They're five and ten. They are last place. This is going to be their first losing season in a very long while. I think it's the first losing season for Russell Wilson as a Seahawk. And I think this is probably, I mean, obviously losing sucks, but this one was pretty bad. It was at home. It was a game where the bears aren't that good. They were up. I think they were up like 20 to 10 and they lose 25 to 24 in which they allowed the bears to go for a two point conversion to win the game. And DK Metcalf, First quarter had a 40-yard touchdown, which was great. And they didn't give him a, a single target after that, and they lost. Rashad Penny played really well. He had over 100 yards, did his thing, but that was the lone bright spot out of the Seahawks team. And, uh, you know, I don't know. You see a little bit of civil war between the 12s right now, whether your team Pete Carroll or your team Russell Wilson. You like it? Well, I'm sure you love it right now, but uh, rest deserves better. I'm no, <laughs> not... <laughs> yeah, so, like there's going to be some changes. I don't know whether it's John Schneider, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, the owner's not going going in any way anytime soon, but something needs to be done. Um, it's so nice not to have them in the playoffs. No offense. Isn't that weird? They won the division last year. You, you know that, right? Feels great. They won the division. They were, they were Yeah. I could care less, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for Seattle, they've said at least up to this point, they don't want to necessarily do a full rebuild. They plan to continue to build blocks, but they're not going to essentially wipe out everything at least that's what they said on paper do you think that's the case or do you think they're really gonna i mean on offense on offense technically they ha- they do have pieces i mean what would you do if you were who's your who's your cornerstone on the offense to build around i mean that's the big really only question i'm asking you is it Russell Wilson? Yeah, I'd probably get rid of Pete Carroll and roll with Russell Wilson. Yes. I don't know, right? That's what I would do. I know, but I know a lot of 12 fans are pretty pissed off at Russell Wilson saying that, hey, he's not the same. He keeps doing the same bullshit. They get in third and long. Um, he keeps looking for the deep ball, but he puts himself in these really uh, problematic situations where he can't get out of it like he used to do in years past, right? Yeah, and I think fans got to realize that, you know, quarterbacks don't come every single draft. You know, when you have like a, a – what is it? A, a, such a prolific quarterback who has these type of skill sets, it comes like every so often, you know? Right. Like you got to realize like, okay, so maybe he's not performing well. And me, maybe he is over, you know, past the greener pastures. But – if you do decide to go with a different quarterback, you're basically blowing up the team. You're not gonna you're not gonna find someone else who's let's just say you're not gonna find a replacement that's any better than him. I will say this though, and you know, I obviously respect Russell Wilson and what he's done for this franchise for the last several years, but I, I always felt that there was this kind of weird 
distinction between like Russell Wilson like, and like the rest of the players, especially the defensive players, or Marshawn Lynch or Richard Sherman. Like they're cool, but they don't seem like buddy buddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's just I I can't put my finger on it, but there's something unspoken or there's there seems to be a line drawn between Russell Wilson and he you know he, he's a celebrity in his own right. His wife is Sierra for for. For Christ's sake, but like um, you know, he's he's kind of like the show, and I mean, he's the quarterback, and then there's the rest of the team. All right, if you're drafting for Seattle, right? If you could have, you know, you have your ideal draft place, you have one pick. What position are you drafting right now? It's probably going to be um, probably going to be a pass rusher for me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. who they're missing on the defense is that one hard-nosed, big-name pass rusher, and that's who they do not have anymore. I mean, mind you, you like an offensive tackle, but I, I want a pass rusher per- preferably, yeah? Yeah, you want the pass rusher, someone who will make an impact on the defense. Here, here's the thing, too. I mean, you're talk- if you're going to do a rebuild or are you going to do a, a pivot, uh, they're projected to have a top-10 pick, but they don't have that pick. It's going to go to the Jets. Because of the Jamal Adams trade, right? That's what happens. It's tough. Pete Carroll just so wow. tough. Yeah, but anywho, so that's where we're at with the NFC West division as we head into Week 17. So yeah, the Rams 11 four, the Cardinals 10 and five, Niners eight and seven, and the Seahawks five and ten. Uh, just a just a weird division, but that's why we covered the NFC West as we head into the second to last week of the season, and. Um, Man, I, I think potentially we were talking about this even like week one or even in the preseason, like this division stacked. And it looks like, you know, if the Niners do their end of the job, but you might have three NFC West teams representing the NFC Conference in the playoffs. So that, so let's go. Let's talk about those matchups. Okay, Tom, you ready? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So 10 in the morning, Pacific Standard Time. You got the Rams, 11-4, like I mentioned. Uh, they got an interesting one at Baltimore. Baltimore is pretty hot too, but consider that Lamar Jackson is not going to be playing. You're going to have Tyrone Huntley. Um, he should be back. Yeah, he was activated. Yeah, so he should be back. So, what do you think the spread is for this game? So you got the Rams at Baltimore. Ooh, ball, I mean, Baltimore is pretty solid. Uh, my bad, Tyler Huntley, not Tyrone. I think I'm going to go Ravens minus three. Let me double check. Is it Ravens minus three? No, Rams. So the Ravens are home dogs. Rams minus four. And I think that has to do wow. with, I think that has to do with the quarterback play, though. No Lamar Jackson. You get Tyler Huntley, right? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, so interesting, Baltimore right? is a solid team, though. Baltimore, they, they are. Um, I know they've had a ton of injuries too, but they're still a very solid team. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it really goes back to quarterback play and, and their offense. I th- I still, to your point, you thought the Rams were – I think it's just – I would have put the Rams minus three actually. So I, I, I don't mind having them as uh, road favorites. I guess, yeah. Especially a 10 a.m. East Coast game. I don't think this one has any trappy vibes to me, but it definitely does have a kind of weird plays 
referee calls type of game. Okay. Uh, I mean, we've been tuning the Rams defense, or you have at least. I think Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and the gang, they're, they're getting healthier. You know, obviously they, they beat the Seahawks because they were able to get a lot of their players. They had 21 players off the COVID list. Most of them came back against the Seahawks last um, the previous matchup. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I can see them taking this. I think the biggest thing to really worry about would be the Baltimore Ravens. Their, um, their secondary is pretty good. Um, but I don't know. Uh, if the, at the Rams, and here's the biggest thing about the Rams, you know, it's the Vikings. They won, but it was a pretty close game up until the latter portions of that game because they had all these stupid turnovers. Like Matthew Stafford, he's been throwing a lot of shitty-ass picks. So will he do that again? I don't know, but I know that Ram. A lot of Rams fans are getting pissed off at Stafford right now. What are the um, the playoff implications for Baltimore? Do you know? Let me check. Baltimore, they're they have a pretty tough division right now because they're competing with uh, competing with the Browns as well. Let's see. Well, I know Balt um, Pitt is out. Yeah, Pitt's out. No, oh, God. They're one. They need to win this game because the Ravens. Oh shoot! Okay, so the Bengals are nine and six. Oh yeah, this Bengals. The Ravens are eight and seven. Yeah, they got to win this game, bro. Yeah. Yeah. See, so you know, playing at home, they're definitely going to be some. Uh, I don't know. I I think the Ravens might take this one. I mean, just considering really- you know they they have they have more on the line and they're playing at home. You know. Yeah. It's a tough one. Um, if I had to do the final score, I think that the Rams should be able to take care of business just because of the quarterback play. But at the same time, too, Stafford on the road, he's been he's been pretty turnover prone. Uh, I'll, I'll give the I'll give the Rams like 27-21 over the Ravens. Ooh, dang, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'm okay with that. I, I think that their offense has been getting progressively better week over week. They've been running the ball a little bit better, and they're going to use a lot of Sony Michelle, and a, a, maybe you're going to see some kind of makers, but I think they have what it takes to, to get it done on the road. All right. Before we know the, the last couple games as well. Uh, I, I, minus four. Yeah, I guess 24-21. 24, 21. Rams I, don't, Rams. I, I don't know if he's going to win, but someone's going <laughs> to Well, you got to say something. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess Rams squeak it out. Okay. I can see that. You can see like a Matt Gay field goal for the win. Yeah, but then I'm also, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore won. Okay, you can't do this hedge your bet thing. It's either one or the other, dude. Yeah, you can see this, but I can also see this way. So 24-21 Rams, right? All right, just fuck it. I'm just going with the Ravens, right? You made me... Okay. 24-21 Ravens. Yes. Sure. Fine. Fine. Fine, okay? It wasn't that hard. Fine. Okay, 1 o'clock game. We're going to talk about this for a minute because this is quite controversial because we still don't know as of, I don't know, Thursday night. So you have the Texans, Davis Mills, rookie from Stanford. He's had like a handful of games starting. Uh, they just beat the shit out of the Chargers, like what, 41 to 20? Playing against the Niners, the Niners need to win this game. 
They're right there in the mix. Uh, for for Monday Night Football, Niner fans were Dolphin fans because the Dolphins needed to beat the Saints uh, so that the Niners can retain their sixth seed right now in the playoffs. And so from what I understand going into this game, if the Niners beat the Texans and the Saints lose to the Panthers, they clinch a playoff berth, which is awesome. Uh, here's... Here's the wrench in it all. So Jimmy G should not play, or at least from what I understand, against the the Titans in the second quarter, he hurt his thumb. He played through it. He didn't really tell anyone. But with an MRI, apparently it's pretty bad. Where if he were to undergo surgery, it would be he be out five to six weeks. His thumb is a pretty important finger on his hand, let alone his throwing hand. But they said that his um. At least his injury is not bad enough to require surgery, but they're still trying to put him as a like a day to day to start the game. So we don't know, but a lot of people, myself included, want Trey Lance to get this start. Uh, what do you think the line is right now, especially since you don't know who's going to be under center for the Niners? Um, well, not I think the Niners are favorite for sure. Yeah, the the, the Texans are four and eleven right now. I yes. know that they beat the Chargers, but they're still a four and eleven team. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh. What time is this game again? One o'clock, one o five. So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go big. Niners minus seven and a half. You think that's big? So the Niners are favorite twelve and a half right now. Oh shit! Yeah, this is <laughs> I think regardless of who's under center, this is a game that's very important. It's at home, and just look at the record. The Texans are they're not supposed to be a good team. Twelve and a half. Actually, I, right, I, I, might, I might like the Texas plus twelve and a half. To your point, mm-hmm. if I was a betting man, right? Yeah, uh, that's a lot of points to to lay for uh, for an NFL game, especially this deep in the season. All right, so let's just cut to the chase. Kyle Shanahan, he's been doing. He's done smoke screens like a plenty, like the whole Mac Jones coverage in the drafts. He trolled everyone. And now up to this point, too, he said, like, yeah, you know, Jimmy's still my boy. He might play. We might see. I, I, I don't know. Joe Staley said that, hey – oh, not Joe Staley. I think it was George Kittle said that he expects Jimmy G to be back. Trent Williams said that, hey, you know, Trey has what it takes to win. No one no one knows up to this point except for, obviously, the Niners. So who do you think gets the start? I mean, I think Trey for sure is starting – for sure, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't see any situation that an injured Jimmy will play over a healthy Trey Lance. But hey, this is me. This is where the argument starts. I get it. I feel well, like the pitchforks are starting to come in. People with the flashlights, shotguns start cocking in the back. Like I get it. This is where the fan base is divided right now. But. So- Niner Twitter, Niner fandom, and this is always like I'm just saying from a practical standpoint. This Hopefully like, this is practical to people. It's like fucking civil war right now, and it all started with the <laughs> thumb. Because then you got Thumbgate right now. Because then that, all these Niner fans they were looking at like Jimmy Garoppolo post game, how he opened his water bottle and saying like, "Oh, is this oh, really hurts?" You know, he had like during the holidays, John Lynch liked a tweet. On yeah, Trump leave his and, ass in Nashville. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously not favoring Jimmy G. He actually had to talk to Jimmy G and apologize. And now you got this whole Thumbgate thing. Like, I don't know, man. 
uh, you've saw you've seen this on Twitter, and I'll, I'll put it your way. So, if Shanahan really were to go with Jimmy G, is that an indictment on Trey Lance? Like he's that bad? He's not where he needs to be, or is there, or is Kyle Shanahan that stubborn? I, I don't know. I think this is where his 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 ego comes into play. I don't I don't know what it is. I have many theories. My head is like a bunch of like you know that meme with like it's a big green giant chalkboard yeah. and then there's like 50 different guys you know riding on it and racing and stuff like that. That's my brain with like 49 theories. Okay. Yeah. So with that said, I I in conclusion, it's his ego. That's what I want to say. Is he he either oh I don't know. It's his ego. I don't want to go into details, but that's that's my theory. Okay. I think Trey's gonna start. I think he just he's just doing it to troll the um, troll the media, troll fans. As you saw with what he did with his fatuation with like Mac Jones, like I think right. he's doing this stuff to mess with people. He doesn't owe the media anything. Uh, if anything, he took a page of like how the media treated his father, Mike Shanahan. Like he doesn't give a shit about the media. Yeah. If anything, it's a smokescreen for the Texans and even the Rams, just to say like, yeah, you know, we could play this, we can't play that. If it makes you feel any, any sort of way too, like it's Thursday, Jimmy G did not practice today. He hasn't practiced all week, by the way. It's pretty clear who's going to play. You know what I'm saying? He has not practiced. He, he he approached the field today. He didn't he didn't make a single throw today. Okay, so this is so the Trey Lance that we all saw against Arizona, and the Trey Lance that likely we will see on Sunday. I hope to see a stark improvement, uh, more uh, confident throws. I just want to see an improvement overall. With, I want to uh, see how Kyle Shanahan does his play calls. You know, is he gonna? But, I sorry, he runs in times right. Go ahead, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, to let me finish is, and through this improvement has to go with the play calling or you know what everyone keeps saying. You know, he's gonna make the playbook for. For Trey Lance, he has a whole different playbook for Trey Lance. Like, I want to see this different playbook, right? right. They're probably going to lean on the run a little bit more, um, kind of what we're used to seeing. I don't think we're going to see any less or any more than that. As it's clear, the, the Texans' run defense is not good. It's right. Not good a lot of a lot of his intangibles, such as his, um, you know, his ability to to extend a play or to make a throw in the pocket. I want to. I want to see some of that from him. And this is not going to happen overnight. But I was talking this to to our uh, other friend Hung. But he's got this long wind up, this little hitch yes. in his arm. Where defensive linemen, once you see him kind of raise it up, they're just going to going to raise their hands and they're going to try to bat the ball. The Cardinals did that. I mean, any team that sees that long wind up, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. So I, I hope. He improves on that, or at least ma- makes a better delivery. I-, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think his definitely his um, his throwing mechanics is very. It's kind of Cap esh, you, you know, know where right? Cap Tebow Tebow he had a big long windup, but right. kind of similar to that. It really opens his shoulders. Yeah, uh, ball is extended far away from his body, and then a long rotation. Um, that's where Jimmy, ex- you know, has the upper hand. Is he's he has a short kind of ball near the ear, quick cock, and then out. Right. If anything, Jimmy G is has one of the fastest releases in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
does he have an arm? No, but he, he can certainly get the ball out quick. I guess that's the, I guess kind of Jimmy Saga is he he was throwing more upper body. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a throwing expert or whatever. Yeah. Um, but from the eye test, from what it looked like to me, you know that quick release attributes to a strong upper body. Right. Um. But I just want to see Trey Lance kind of like, even though you fail, like you know, still make the pass. You need to gain that confidence as a passer that. You know, even though you don't hit it that one time, nine times out of ten, that receiver is going to be at that spot you throw it at. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I think Kyle Shannon will call a a game that is comfortable for Trey, a game that should be able to win them the ball game. I don't know if the 12 and a half, I don't know if they're really going to beat them by more than 12 and a half. If I was a betting man, i like the plus 12 and a half. Um, how do you think, what's the final score prediction for you? I think – how's the weather in the Bay? Uh, it's a little rainy. rainy? Yeah, it's, it's a little rainy. It's a little, you know, overcast. Rainy, so it's going to be cold. It's going to be a little mushy on the field. Yeah. Trey's going to run. Trey. I, w- I want Trey to have a great game. So, you know, I might be a little bit biased, but I go 35-20. 30, 35-20. They covered the spread. That's good. I'll go with uh, something a little bit more conservative. I'll do like like 28-16 or some shit like that. 28-16. The Niners should be able to get it done. Even if Trey like makes mistakes early on, they'll just, they're just going to run the ball. They're going to take care of business. Exactly. Move the chains, TLP. Um, I mean – Shannon's done this. Actually, ironically, he's done this a uh, plenty with uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Is when he throws a pick, he just takes the ball out of uh, Jimmy's hands, and they still get the job done, and they win a plenty. I mean, do you do you remember that game a couple years back in 2019 against the Vikings? That's exactly what happened. Yeah. After that pick six, they said, "Okay, well, you know, yeah, we're, road, so we get Elijah Mitchell back too, which is great." Yep, Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon. Um, things are coming along. They're not quite healthy yet on the defensive side, but at least the offense. It's as good as it's going to get. Oh, and here's another thing, too. Trey Lance, last time against the Cardinals, did not have this, but he gets a healthy George Kittle. He gets a renewed Brandon Ayuk. He gets a, a Debo Samuel that's playing his best football right now. So, I mean, he's got some help. Got some help. Yeah. Debo, though. Devo though, yeah man. Hey, he's a father too. And actually, what I saw on the news is, um, you know, Devo's. You know, Devo. That's not his real name, right? Yeah. Okay, so his, his name's. Like, Was it like his real name's like True Tyshawn? Tyshawn, yeah. Yeah. So his name's Tyshawn. He's got a he's got a newborn son. So he's trying to make it uh, Samuel Senior. And then right. and then his his, uh, his kid's gonna be Junior. So if you got a Devo Samuel jersey, that value might go up if he adds the senior, right? I don't know if he's actually going to do it. <laughs> but a little tidbit. Yeah. Okay, that's where we're at with that game. Last but not least, 125 Pacific Standard Time. You have the Lions at Seattle. Uh, yeah, the Lions aren't good, but they beat the Cardinals. And now you have the Seahawks who are – at home again, they're pretty pissed off, but 
guess we'll end on this one. Man, this is a tough one to call. This is kind of a a toilet bowl game. I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> Seattle minus three and a half. Man, ouch. So I mean, the Lions they narrowly lost to the Falcons, twenty to sixteen. They had the chance to win, actually. Uh, Seahawks are favored by seven. Okay. That was disrespectful of myself. Yeah. Seahawks <laughs> over under 38. But check out the over under 38 points. 38 points? Yeah. Is it going to be another snow game? Shoot. I don't know. We, we should ask your boy Cable if it's still snowing over there. That's a good question. That was wild, huh? Yeah, that was pretty wild. It, I, was like, I mean, I, I know it does snow in Seattle, but shoot, it was... It was snowing. Yeah, you you saw the, the there was like pictures of like these fucking guys just standing on the field. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> All this snow. They're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess let's call the pickup truck <laughs> to start plowing some lines into the field. Oh, <laughs> they're just uh, standing with their hands on their hip. Let me let me check right now. This Seattle, <laughs> Washington. No, it's cloudy. It's like, uh, hold up, no. Hey, when we went, it was fucking cold, dude. And right now, it's like, it must be really fucking cold. Okay, so come Sunday, it'll be 40 degrees, 80% chance of rain. 40 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Yeah. Today is today, today was snowing. Friday, okay, yeah, so the rest of the week after that, no more snow, uh, apparently, so. Still being cold as shit. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, like, this is a game, the season's over, presumably, but you're hearing all the right things coming out of their camp, meaning that, hey, they're going to play for each other. Russell Wilson's doing that rah, rah, rah ordeal. Pete Carroll remains resilient. Um, but are you, are you buying that? Do you think that they're still going to be like... I, I don't know. I mean, what are they? I guess they're playing... What what would... I, play? I don't know. That's just... They're playing they're, <laughs> <laughs> They're in a weird position. Like, I don't know if I was playing. It's like, what the fuck am I playing for now? Oh, like, you know, yeah. some some players they're playing to get paid. You know, they have incentives for sacks. And yeah, I know. I'm just sounds right and and receptions and lions. I mean, shit. They're in a, in a shittier situation. <laughs> Is Jared Goff playing? Jared Goff should be playing. I'll give you know. I'll give the Lions a lot of credit though, even though that they haven't been winning, winning too much. Uh, they've been playing. They've been like the cardiac cats, where they go for it and fourth down. They, you know, they yeah, aggressive. It's kind of fun that way. Yeah, they're like, hey, what, what do we have to lose? And you know, they beat the Cardinals that way. And they just said, fuck it. So you never know. Yeah. This has Seattle written all over it, though. This type of game. Is this like a rebound game? Yeah, fucking Bobby. You know, Bobby Wagner, strip fumble or some shit. Okay. Well, those, those type of vibes. Let's uh, let's bring it back back home. So I mean, you know, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. It's gonna be raining, but I really like to see what they've been getting out of Rashad Penny lately. Gerald Everett, he's been hot as a tight end. He's had a touchdown the last couple of games. Um, you think they get it done finally? I won't say finally, but against the Lions, they get it done. Yeah, I say they would. Like I said, this has like Seattle home game vibes. Big turnover. The whole twelves run towards the end zone and get their little fucking little picture and shit, you know that type of. Oh, <laughs> and then, then when you see that picture, you change the channel. You're so biased. <laughs> listening, yeah, no kidding. Uh, you, you don't like Seattle, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
All right, so go 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 ahead, bring it home. So what, what do you see here? I already have them winning, right? Um, yeah, this is gonna be like a you know twenty eight twenty eight thirteen. Okay, you know, big win for the twelves or whatever. It makes you feel like even despite the win that you know nothing can completely right well. They have every interest to win, by the way, because that draft pick, you don't want them to keep losing because if they keep losing, that draft pick will get higher and higher and it's going to go to the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Okay, um, thanks, Justin. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I'll give like the Seahawks um, 24-13. Yeah, I feel, I feel okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we have, so... Anyways, it should what be this, really interesting because what does this draft class look like though? This upcoming draft class, what are we looking at? No QBs, right? It's supposed to be a weak quarterback class. It's supposed to be good in um, defensive line, D line. I feel like this is like a yeah. This feels like a, a pass rusher. Yeah. Any big names coming out? Any brothers or sons? Excuse me. You know, like uh, like brothers <laughs> of football players. You know, like a fucking like a TJ Watt coming out, or like a you know, know. A Bosa. I don't know these things. Uh, I mean, last year they had a lot of brothers. Come on, man, you're supposed to be in a football encyclopedia. No, let's see. No, I mean, last year they had a lot of brothers. You had Asante Samuel's kid. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Patrick Sertain's kid, but I don't think you're gonna have. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Yeah. We're not done yet. We're not done yet, though. We have another 125 game, okay? So we have the Rams being – oh, I have the Rams being the, the Ravens. Uh, very important game because if the Rams win and the Cardinals lose this game, I mean, yeah, I, I think the Rams take the division. Okay, so 125, you have the Cardinals at Dallas. So the Cardinals, they, they're they 0-4. They, they're getting shitted on in the month of December. Uh, they're spir- spiraling and – the Cowboys are doing their thing too. The Cowboys clinched the play- playoff. Yeah, but they clinched playoffs. Yeah, when the Niners lost last week. So um, this is basically their posturing for for home field now, right? I think so. I mean, did they win? The, I don't think they won the division up to this point, but they definitely clinched a, a playoff berth. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to win the division. The yeah, we're eleven and four. The Eagles are eight and seven. You know, I don't see you. Uh, fucking the sun has to freeze over in order for Eagles to win the division. No way that's going to happen, is it? No. So the, the Cowboys are they're they're at the third seed right now. The third seed right now at eleven and four. But are they at the third seed? No, no, no. I'm I'm sure they don't really double check. They are. For the second seed, wow! So they're actually they do have an incentive to try to keep winning because they're competing with the Packers. The Packers are twelve and three, the Cowboys are eleven four, the Rams are eleven four, the Bucks are. 11, oh, they're they're just a game. Only one team, only one team gets a buy, so uh, they still have a reason to play. So, what do you think the the spread is for this one at Dallas? I said it last week, or two was it two weeks ago? It's like. I'm not even sure Arizona could beat in the Indianapolis, and what happened? They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. Um, I don't see any reason why the Cardinals would be favored for this game. 
Yeah, they're not favored. It's at Dallas. Yeah. So, but they do still have a record. You know that shouldn't have them too much of an underdog. So I guess I don't know. Cowboys minus. Six and a half. I've been off this whole day, so I don't even know. Boom! You're, you're, this is your best one so far. Cowboys six, really, six, and the highest over under for the divi- uh, for the division matchups. It's uh, fifty one and a half. It's supposed to be a high scoring game. I, I can see high scoring for high sure. Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper. I mean Gallup. They're running high. Um, yeah, no, this should be a shootout actually. Kyler Murray, he's due for a game. I'm sure he's pretty pissed off as well. Like they need to go off. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see this game going down uh, other than it being a shootout? Anything in particular that you're intrigued with? Um, James Conner, he didn't play last week. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Uh, James Conner, uh, Kyler having more of a, um, uh, a field day with his ability to you know, extend the play. Yeah. Uh, his you know, improvement with his accuracy of his throws. He's been throwing a lot of uh, balls in the dirt, I've noticed. Which is kind of strange. I mean, the, the the thing about the Cowboys is they've always had a good offense, but this year, uh, sneaky defense, and that's what happens when you draft. It's, it's really Dan Quinn, players. baby. What's up? It's Dan Quinn. That's why. Uh, more importantly, the, the rookies are balling out. You got Trayvon Diggs, and you got Michael Parsons doing their thing. You know. Yeah, but you notice the year that they changed DCs. It's like. You know, granted, of course, the talent is the one that Hooper who executes, but Michael Parsons, he's been amazing, both yeah. as a linebacker and as, as a pass rusher. Oh my god. Um yeah, shoots. I don't know. Uh any thoughts about this game in particular? Pretty much everyone should be healthy for this game, whether it's the Cardinals or the Cowboys, it's the same squad. James Conner should be back. I know there's no Hopkins, but you know, it's their their offense is ready to go. If anything, too, you'll see a lot more Zach Ertz emphasized in the middle. Um, AJ Green, Christian Kirk. I mean, they're they're ready to go with their guys. I'm surprised this game didn't get flexed to Sunday night. This is a primetime game. Should be. Let me see what is shoot. What is the primetime game? It's divisional Vikings Packers. Yeah, I would have liked this game better. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but Packers, you know, a a rod and all that stuff. Yeah. Fucking NBC loves that shit. It would have been a fun game. So I don't know how, how you think this game goes down. I think it's gonna be high scoring too. Uh, it's probably gonna be something crazy like fucking thirty seven to like thirty three or some shit. Some weird score. Okay, I'll go um, thirty seven, thirty three. Who? <sighs> Cowboys. Okay, I'll go 35-31 Cardinals. I think they get it done. Okay. It'll be tough, but I think they're going to get it done. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fun game. It should be. Luckily, you know, the afternoon games, there's only like three afternoon games, you know? Yeah. Actually, well, for this week, one, two, three. This isn't an outlier, man. Um, I think it's because there's no Thursday and there's, there's no Thursday. Oh, night. yeah, that's right. And there's no Saturday. There's no Saturdays, too. Well, there's no Monday night football either. So you have um There's no Monday night? No, I'm tripping. There's a Monday night. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you have one, two, three, four, five, six. Dude, this is so many games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine 
9, 10 a.m. games and one, two, three, four. Four one o'clock games. Four, yeah. Two straight. That seems about right. Three or four in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, it should actually be three because we missed the Thursday night football. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. Fair, fair enough. Okay. So that's how we see the NFC West going. I mean, very important game for the Cardinals. They need to keep pace with the Rams now. And then even more importantly, if the Niners want to have any sort of contention to get a playoff berth, they need to beat they need to do the job. Beat the Texans. They can't they can't be messing around and losing to inferior teams like the Texans. Um, because after that they have a really tough game. Season finale at the Rams. Will that game matter if they if they uh, clinch a playoff berth? Um, we'll see. Because maybe the Rams can clinch their division if the Cardinals lose this week as well. I got to double check that, but you know, a lot of things to go on as we look into Week Seventeen. Do you have any other thoughts? I, I think we covered most of it. Yeah. No. Uh... Fantasy championships, man. I just can't stop thinking about it. Elijah Mitchell, make your decision, bro. Rashani, let me know. I know. I got him in another league too, but that league is over. But Yeah. Yeah. Just need him. All right. Well, hey, tomorrow is New Year's Eve, or when it gets released, it's already New Year's Eve. So have a very happy New Year to our listeners. Happy holidays. I appreciate you all listening as we conclude 2021. It's been another weird year in the pandemic. Whether you're listening to us on the pandemic on Spotify or iTunes, also check out Twitter, Adjust the West, Instagram, Adjust the West, and of course the blog, www.adjustthewest.com. Tee up. We out here. Peace. Peace.